I feel the master. I feel them. Y'all ready? They ready? Well, come on. Well, come on. Y'all ready? They ready? We ready? We ready? Come on. Come on. We ready? We ready? Come on. Break bread, ho. Break bread, ho. Come on. Break bread, ho. Break bread, ho. Come on. We ready? We ready? Come on. We ready? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the Charm City Sports Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and back tonight for the Baltimore Ravens preview of their upcoming Week 1 game against the Houston Texans. 1 o'clock on CBS, the Ravens open the season at home. It's been quite a while since the Baltimore Ravens have actually had a home game week one with the fans in the stands, and it's it's been quite a while, been all the way back to 2018, the 47-3 win over the Buffalo Bills. Now, they um, did open up 2020 at home, but with the COVID season, um, there weren't fans there. So, this is the first look at the Baltimore Ravens team this year, the full squad out there. So it should be a really, really exciting matchup um, to see how the Ravens stack up um, offensively with Lamar Jackson back and ready to go. I mean, you know, you're getting a look at this new Houston Texans team, um, this new look with CJ Stroud and D'Amico Ryans and you know, you don't really know what to expect in the Ravens offense, um, you know, with the additions they've had and, you know, how how everything's going to look now that Lamar Jackson has his new contract, you know, J.K. Dobbins and all that. Um, so let's start off by going over the injury report. So the Houston Texans, Tyus Howard was placed on IR, Christian Harris questionable, Dave Ogun. Bawale, questionable. Jimmy Ward, questionable. And John Meachie, the third, questionable. For the Ravens, Marlon Humphreys, questionable. And it sounds like he may... Um, I mean, it's good that he's listed uh, as just questionable on here. But, you know, with the surgery, they said he might miss a few weeks. That's why they got Ronald Darby. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's held out. Um, Mark Andrews was limited yesterday at practice. Hopefully he's going to be good to go, but if he's not, I do have confidence that Isaiah likely can fill the role. Noto Beckham Jr., they're saying his ankle looks fine um, to begin Friday's practice, so today. Um, so we'll see how that goes, and hopefully the Ravens uh, will be will be ready to go fully healthy, um, mostly fully healthy. The only... For sure, um, player there that I'll say, like, I'm really, you know, um, confident in not playing would be Marlon Humphrey. For the Houston Texans, so I went over who was questionable, but specifically John Meachie has a hamstring injury. He was sidelined today. Um, Jimmy Ward has a groin, is considered day-to-day. Um, and then Harris and Ogun Wale, there's nothing listed there. And then for Tyus Howard, um, he has a hand injury. 
So that's why he's placed on IR. So looking forward to, of course, like I said, seeing the Ravens offense, you know, get to see them in a full live game and everything. It should be, it should be really exciting. Um, you know, I think right away, this Houston Texans team defensively, they're not very strong. I mean, there are definitely some holes there. You know, we'll see what Will Anderson Jr., his first NFL game action, we'll see how he looks. Um, their linebackers don't exactly wow me. Denzel Perryman's pretty good, but other than him, I don't think they have much there. Their secondary is pretty good. If Jimmy Ward's going to be playing, he'll be solid. Got Stingley and um, Steven Nelson, who the Ravens have seen before in his days in Pittsburgh. So I really think for the Ravens, I think they need to come out and just play Ravens football. Establish the run. You know, get those big offensive linemen moving. Get them pushing against that defensive line. Open up running lanes for if it's Dobbins, if it's Gus Edwards. Get them moving down the field um, in a hurry. And then that will open up passing lanes for a Rashad Bateman, for an OBJ or Zay Flowers. Um, and I think that's what you have to look at going into this game is really, you know, how will, what will the game plan be for the Ravens? Is it going to be this, It's not, and it's not going to be the same, you know, offense that we've seen over the past couple of years, but you know, are they still going to establish the run like they have? Or, or is it going to be more of a pass-first team? You know, what what will, um, you know, this new offense look like under Todd Monken? Like, you know, you just, you don't know um, right now. So, like I said, hopefully they do establish the run because I think that's where the Texans are most vulnerable. And then they can hit them with the pass. Um, I'm going to be interested to see how many, you know, how well Lamar Jackson is going to be protected back there in the pocket. I mean, we've seen, you know, the last couple of years, um, you know, he, he's been under a lot of pressure, uh, especially, you know, later on in the season, more specifically than, um, you know, early on. I mean, you know, last 2021, he was sacked 38 times. Last year he was sacked 26 less, but it was still a, a, a ridiculous rate at a lot of times, and specifically later on in games is when he would get under under some serious pressure. So that's from the offensive perspective. Now from the defensive perspective, you know, the Texans, this, what scares me is, will C.J. Stroud come out and just start firing on all cylinders, and he looks really, really good, and, you know, they, they're they just clicking, they're going down the field, um, Damian Pierce is doing well, that is who I think the Ravens need to key, on, key in on, is Damian Pierce, um, Roquan Smith needs to hit the gaps, they need Justin Matabuke to come up big, stopping the run with Pierce, um, because you know that the Texans are going to be looking to give him the ball and open up running lanes as they should for their young quarterback. But then I think if they can open up those throwing lanes, you know, what will Stroud look like? Will he be able to move the ball, you know, down the field? So that's what kind of concerns me um, there. 
you know, um, and their offensive line for Houston, the Laramie Tunsil, solid offensive uh, tackle there. I mean, it's going to be tough, going to be really tough rushing for Broderick Washington, um, or excuse me, for David Ojabo. Uh, I, I'm going to be kind of concerned to see how that works. Um, for Ajabo or Adafe Owe, uh, it should be an interesting battle. And then George Fan on the opposite side. I mean, I think you ha could have better success against Fant than you do Tunsil. Um, and then you've got, you know, Shaq Mason, who's a vet. So really, there's not a ton on this Houston offensive line that really stands out aside from Tunsil. And then their receiving core, if they don't have Mechie, you know, Robert Woods is aging. Noah Brown, we you know, he's nothing special. Nico Collins is pretty good. Um, so I just think the Ravens, for their corners, Rocky Asin and, you know, Darby, um, you know, I think that should be interesting to see how they play against them. Now, Rocky Asin and Darby are not any, you know, Rocky Asin's a solid cornerback. But where cornerbacks are, I feel like he kind of ranges in the average scale, which I feel like some of these Texans receivers maybe are a little bit below the average scale when it comes to the receiving uh, aspect of things. So I feel like that's an it's going to be an interesting matchup to see, will the Ravens' corners be ready for the challenge? Will they be ready, um, and not necessarily the challenge, but will they just be ready you know, to be play up against them? Are, are they going to take them lightly? Like, how is that going to gonna work out? Um, but yeah, I'm also interested to see Kyle Hamilton in year two, Marcus Williams in year two with the Ravens, how that looks. Um, and I'm really, really hoping that this Ravens defense, you know, comes ready to play right away from the first whistle and get on the young rookie quarterback. Um, you know, and I think that that's, it's obviously a must. You you know you have to put pressure on him. I mean the Ravens, one of the best defenses in the NFL, and uh, I know they're going to be continuing to keep up that, um, you know that title, um, coming into this you know at the end of this season as a top ten defense. Uh, but yeah, I mean Lamar Jackson. You know going back to him. Listen. What concerns me right now about Lamar and what he needs to not, I feel like, only prove myself wrong, but I think some other people could also be viewing him as a guy that, okay, he got his money, now what? You know, I mean, last year, I still haven't forgiven him for not playing in the playoffs, for not gutting it out and going out there. And I know everyone said, oh, well, you know, his contract, his contract, but it's like, that's what made me think, okay, there's no way he can come back now because this team doesn't trust him. I can't imagine that that team really has a lot of trust for Lamar Jackson solely because he quit on them. I mean, he really did. He really quit on his teammates, you know, and was there anything that, was there anything really bothering him? I mean, everyone has a few aches and pains. It's toward the end of the year, but if you want a championship, you got to push through that. So, I, I don't know. I don't know about what that all is going to look like come Sunday. Because, you know, they gave Lamar his money. They got him Odell Beckham Jr. He's got another key receiver 
and Zay Flowers. Um, they added a few depth spots there with Nelson Aguilar. Um, you know, you see Devin Duvernay kind of pushed down a little bit in the receiver depth chart. I mean, he's got targets, you know, always reliable. Mark Andrews, of course, like I said, he might be hurt, so it might be Isaiah Likely, who's just as capable um, of getting the job done. And he's got J.K. Dobbins. Like, I don't know what or how in the world Lamar could possibly have a poor year if he just doesn't care. Because this is an offense that is perfect for him. I mean, it really is. He's got his underneath threats, you know, some deep ball guys there. I mean, it'd be interesting to see Zay Flowers going deep across the middle. Um... And like I said, Mark Andrews, who's a security blanket. So for Lamar Jackson, I just feel like this is the game right here where he needs to not only prove it to me, prove it to maybe some members of the media, prove it to his teammates that he's ready to go. Now, I'm not speaking on, like, I don't know if there are any issues. I'm just saying if it were me, I don't know if I'd be able to trust the guy. I mean, how, how do I know this guy's not just going to up and quit? So... Yeah, that's that's where I am on Lamar Jackson right now. But, you know, he needs to he needs to go out there and play like the Lamar that um that we think he can be. So that's my question mark on offense. Defense, um, my question mark is kind of how they play with, you know, potentially Marlon Humphrey being out and Roquan Smith. Um, I guess I shouldn't say this is a question mark, but I'm just saying Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, how that's gonna work. I really want to see Patrick Queen just go, you know, go off this season, man. I mean, he's had, you know, a few a few poor games, and I think he's been kind of jumped on by Ravens fans, how, you know, he wasn't as good as they probably thought he would be. Um, but, you know, him and Smith, I think that's going to be a great duo, uh, as well as Odafe Owe, who needs, I mean, you know, ever since... Last year, he took a step down. Ever since, I'd say, the beginning of his rookie season, he's kind of had uh, an eh, you know. He's been okay. He only had three sacks last season. I'd like to see him, you know, pump those numbers up here in year three. David Ojabo, I'm excited to see how he looks. I'm excited to see Jadavion Clowney, how they kind of rotate him in. So, yeah, it's going to be a really, really um, exciting and very, you know, interesting game, you know, kind of a, a nice look into what we can expect. Now, there are going to be hiccups. Like, I'm not sitting here saying it needs to be perfect. No, they're only the only way you get better is to learn, make mistakes, and learn from them. And as the season progresses, I'm going to be interested to see how the Ravens uh, move on from some of the mistakes that they would have made um, week one and how it would look later on in the season. All right, so that will do it for me today on the Charm City Sports Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I'll be back on Sunday recapping the Baltimore Ravens game against the Houston Texans as well as the Baltimore Orioles three-game series against the Boston Red Sox. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Enjoy Sunday. Enjoy a full weekend of football. And I will talk to you later to recap. Thanks for tuning in.